Located on the eastern side of Hawaii Island, the Kilauea volcano began erupting on May 3rd and has since claimed more than 100 structures, dozens of homes, and forced thousands of residents to evacuate. With lava reaching the Pacific Ocean and more than 20 active fissures, life for area residents of the Puna District of Hawaii Island remains uncertain. The Hawaii Community Foundation, together with several generous donors, has established the Hawaii Island Volcano Recovery Fund to assist with recovery efforts and in support of the communities affected by the Kilauea volcano eruption. As the situation evolves, we will bring you stories about the community members who are affected and how we are working closely with the nonprofits and community leaders on the island to get relief where it can help the most. Aloha, I'm Kat Howland. And in this episode, I speak with Diane Chadwick, Director of Community Philanthropy on Hawaii Island. Diane tells us about the first few grants that went out from the Hawaii Island Volcano Recovery Fund and how people on the island are working together. We plan to stay in close communication with Diane and the rest of the team on the island, and we will bring their stories to you. As always, you can learn more about this fund on the HCF website, hawaiicommunityfoundation.org. Take a listen. So hello everybody, I am speaking with Diane Chadwick, HCF's Director of Community Philanthropy on Hawaii Island. And um, thanks for joining me, Diane. I know it's really busy, you're dealing with a lot um, on Hawaii Island as a result of the volcano eruptions and um, and you even flew over to Oahu today to just meet with our Board of Governors and, and give them an update on how things are going. So just thank you for squeezing us in and creating a little bit of time so we can um, put some of your thoughts out there on the podcast. Well, thanks. Hi, Kat. Hi. Um, so, you know, I know that you know, we have a fund that has um, that we started up um, a little over a week ago, I think is when it was actually established, and there were a right. few donors that came together on that. Can you tell us a bit about how that came together? Well, you know, we have some really wonderful donors on our island, people that I've been working with for a long time. I've been on the island for 18 years now, and um, I just sent out emails, and I got responses back immediately. So... There were, actually, we announced four funds that had given, but another fund came in another day later, so mm. I have a lot of good people who are willing to help others. That's great. Yeah. You want to give a shout out to anybody? Sure. We have the Anderson Beck Fund, Jack's Fund, the Darren and Darian G Family Fund, and the Deviants from the Norm Fund. That's great. So thank you so much to all of those generous donors and um, and also to the many, many others who are giving online, and um, and we've even had folks in the office you know, who work here at HCF right. get out of their own their mm-hmm. own pockets and from their own families. Yes, we have. It's just a lot of generosity. Yeah. Um, so can you, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about what it's like on the island right now. Can you describe a bit of that for our listeners and, and really just paint that picture so we have an understanding? Well, I think that um, we're not seeing the, we don't see the lava. I mean, we see the lava on TV, but you can't get through that area only if you live there. So, and it's fabulous, the lava. But what you see is the people um, that are kind of really in limbo. And, um, you know, out of about 2,000 people that have been evacuated, there are only about 300 in the shelter. So, you know, 1,700 people have been absorbed into the community. Mm-hmm. They're living with family and friends and, and people who have just opened their doors to take people in. Um, but people are in limbo because they don't know if they're... Some people know their houses have been destroyed, but others, their houses are still there. They just have to wait till the sulfur dioxide clears. And so they're just hanging around, not sure if they should rent a new place or hang out. It, it, it's kind of a, you know, 
situation they don't know what to do right right yeah. so it's I mean it's it's great that the community that many people in the community have been able to expand to take in friends right. and family that's mm -hmm. fabulous but that's also not a long-term no it gets solution. wearing on families to have you know another household in your household we've been hearing that people are you know wanting to move make different arrangements if they can right yeah any stories or people that you know have been personally affected that you can share with us well i i know a, a friend of my daughter-in-law's a couple of friends where they've lost their farms they've lost homes that they just built um, another friend had lost um, a family home where she grew up and was married in, and now it's gone. Don't chase. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before um, about how, you know, in the in the national coverage, there really is a separation between the, the eruption and the people that are affected. So I think it's important that we... Um, that we have these conversations and really illustrate the impact on the community that we're having. So thank you. Right. Well, we um, actually are learning more and more as time goes on. As I say, the families, the people that are living with families and need to make other arrangements, um, the people who are at the shelters and need to decide if they're going to, you know, find other shelters. So um, it's developing over right. the weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems like the situation is changing day by day. Right. Um, so when you and I spoke the first time uh, a little over a week ago, you told me there was a group of nonprofits on the island who have been meeting to collaborate for years. That's so right. th this group has been coming together for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but now with the volcano erupting, the group is getting together for another reason, and HCF has been at the table. What can you tell us about this collaboration? This, this is a fabulous group. They're the Community Alliance Partners, and they've been meeting for years around homelessness. Um, and they actually you know, kind of kicked into gear to address the issue when um, Tropical Storm Izelle came through. And they um, really pulled together and got a lot of relief coordinated. And because of that experience, they have learned lessons about what they would do the next time. So when this happened, they immediately began to, um, you know, do the things that they had thought would be improvements on their plan. So um, one of the things was to get an immediate um, request for assistance out and they all came to the table they talked to each other they agree so instead of having to go to one to different agencies for help you really just have that one request form and then they're centralizing that and then they share the information and um, and hand it over to the, the appropriate organization so you don't have to talk to a lot of people just one person and then you can receive assistance that's great yeah. that's great and and how did it help you to be at the table with this group when you were understanding about what's needed in the community well what's so helpful is that um, in one place I can hear what's happening with the food um, you know preparation and service by the Salvation Army I can hear what needs the um, food basket is having I can hear what's happening with um, the you know people needing counseling and so in that one meeting I can hear a lot of different things and people are sharing information so for example the Hui Malama Olana Oivi um, said that they would expand their um, medical transportation to include anybody who needs it and the Red Cross said well we've been ask having people ask us for you know helping them to get to doctor's appointments or go pick up medication so right there at the table they were able to get together and say okay let's talk after the meeting and, and work this out that's so great. it's a great spot for people to, to share that resource and for me to hear, 
you know, who's doing what so that I know, okay, we don't need to take care of that because it's being taken care of by another group. Right, right. So then HCF doesn't support something that's, you know, duplicating an effort that's already out there. Right. But then also, as you're thinking through with the rest of HCF's Mm -hmm. leadership, where to direct grants to help Mm -hmm. people immediately and then you know, into right. the future, you know where the gaps are. I do. And so what's happening too is that there, I hear about it at the meeting and then I talk to them more in depth after the meeting to, um, you know, tease out what it is that really is needed for their organization and for the work that they're doing in the community. Right, right. Yeah. So within a few, I don't know, within, well, it was probably within a week of the of the fund being created, we had a couple of grants go out. We have many more that are in process. Right. What can you tell us about those first couple of grants that have gone out and how they're they're really starting to impact people already. Well, the first grant was actually made to the neighborhood place of Pune. And um, as I say, during uh, Isel, they uh, that organization served as the coordinating role. And so they were ready to do it again. Um, they had used a software previously that helped them to be able to see how each other are responding to um, requests for assistance. So if somebody comes in and is helped by the Child and Family Service, the others know, okay, that person has been taken care of. Um, or they can say, well, they need housing and they need financial assistance. And so they would be referred to the different agencies, but they could both see what was being provided. Um, and so we made a grant to the neighborhood place of Pune to be able to purchase this, the software that they're using and then also to provide um, a caseworker who spends her time just making sure that all those requests are being um, entered and then referred out and follows up to make sure that they're you know being addressed oh that's great yeah there was another grant that went out for um laundry related to laundry talk about that yeah that was a great one um and it happened so quickly i got a call from um, puna baptist church Mm -hmm. and they said that uh the laundrette suds and duds in Mm -hmm. pahoa Mm -hmm. um was, you know, that there's a lot of people who need to do their laundry. And these people left their homes, like, you know, within a matter of a few minutes. And a lot of them didn't bring very much with them. Um, There's a lot of clothing being offered um, at distribution centers. But, you know, those people have been in those shelters for three weeks now. And, you know, you need to do your laundry. And so the church members, um, they with the Suds and Duds Laundrette, they set up a voucher system. And um, the the laundry is being offered at a discounted price. And um, the church members are taking the vouchers, going and visiting people and giving them the vouchers. And then when they go and turn it in, um, it gets paid for by the church. So the church asked for assistance. So we made a grant to them to help pay for those vouchers. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. And I'm, I'm just so glad to hear that, you know, relief is going out quickly, right? That right. Those funds came together quickly. As soon as the need was, you know, verbalized, the funds came together and then the grants are starting to go out. And, um, and I believe close to a third of what we've raised have, have gone out already. Has gone right. Out already. Right. And we just made a decision on another grant just now couple okay. minutes ago well, so okay <laughs> so we will be supporting um the the food basket has okay. been stretched thin mm-hmm. they've just been making a lot of deliveries of food um and they have a lot of food that's been coming in they need to sort it they put it into pallets they take it out to the distribution sites so they've really been going 24 hours a day practically right. um with their staff and so we're going to be helping them right 
Mm-hmm. We've seen some statistics recently um, just that we've been circulating among our team members about how long it truly takes to recover after this kind of upheaval for a community. You know, that for each yeah. day of a disaster, there's a certain, you know, number of days of long-term recovery. It's something like one day of disaster equals 10 days of actual right. recovery time. So, um, And this so, disaster is three weeks. So. Right, right. It's <laughs> yeah. on, so it, it will take years for the communities to fully recover and for the people affected to fully recover. And so, um, you know, so I just can't emphasize enough how important it is for us to keep telling these stories and talking about where people can go to give. Um, To our website, hawaiicommunityfoundation.org is one place where people can give. Right, They can send checks in, too, um, Mm -hmm. to 827 Fort Street Mall. In yes. Honolulu, yep. 96813. Look at you. Yes, that's right. Um, and then the other thing that folks can do is um, if they're AT&T cell phone customers, they can text the word volcano to the phone number 50555. Okay. So 50555, yeah. and that'll put a $10 donation right into the fund. Wow. And we, we've had a lot of people um, calling businesses that want to help fundraise and mm-hmm. And we also have, um, oh, what is that one? Oh, well, you know, Apple had the Benvenee that they wanted to list it on. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Oh, I know. There's a Hawaiian Civic Club in Florida that uh, contacted Bank of Hawaii, and Bank of Hawaii referred them to us. And so wow. they're going to be sending um, contributions in also. So all over the country, people are aware. Um, they don't really see the people in need as much as they see the, you know, magnificent lava Right. spouting out of the ground but people are just uh just kind of hanging around wondering what to do right yeah. it just gave me chills as you were talking about you know a community of people from hawaii and florida you know that yes. want to give that are that are thinking about giving and it, it yeah. really does sort of expand our 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 concept of community at the hawaii community right. foundation to really right. being a national and a global community and people who care it is yeah well people love hawaiians they love Hawaii, so you know a lot of people have connection to Hawaii, and so right. that really is helpful. Um, and we really appreciate that people are helping from all over. I mean, the people on the island kicked into gear immediately. There were people driving supplies over, um, you know, the next day, and it's right. been a big, a um, lot of outpour of real generosity. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the community there? How people are coming together, or? Um Anything else you want to add? Well, I, I do want to say that, um, you know, a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes of what the government does do and what the nonprofits are doing. And when I sit at that table and I see they come to every meeting and they have done a lot of work in between meetings to um, work with different. Um, they've been working with hotels. They've worked with the university. They're working with HPM. The churches are all gathering together. And every time they meet, they have, you know, they're they're moving farther along. They're finding locations to do temporary housing. So um, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes between all of the government agencies and um, the nonprofits that, you know, it's impressive. Right, right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a huge undertaking. Right. And people have really thrown themselves into it. Um, you know, you, I, I'm getting emails and phone calls at all hours. <laughs> I'm wow. sure all the, everybody is. Right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for everything that you're doing for the community there and for being willing again to sit down and talk with us and share with us about how things are going. And, um, and I hope we can keep this conversation going. Okay. We'll be ready to give you an update. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Kat. To support the Hawaii Island Volcano Recovery Fund at HCF, please visit hawaiicommunityfoundation.org.